0: y'all welcome (laughs) y'all we don't y'all welcome to y'all gay as always this is a wild trip i was (laughs) unprepared for it i did text Allie beforehand with some notes that i'd like to talk about (laughs) Uh, my mouth is i have no words Mm -hmm. i have no words about i i am in shock you're gonna learn about rose quartz scams N-
1: Native American medicine treatment wheel. centers
0: <laughs> buying a house buying a house y'all can afford it oh my um, god my I'm tree I'm Clayton I'm Ever Maynard enjoy <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey y'all hey all the tea is crystal queer y'all y'all say y'all gay it's Allie and Ever here y'all we got a lot to talk about so let us ask you now y'all gay
0: hey Allie hi bud how's it going
1: oh I was on the phone with my cousin and uh I think we just talked for over two hours and just didn't realize it. And, and then I looked at uh, my watch, and I was like, oh, crap, I'm supposed
0: to be recording right now. Dang, what were y'all talking about? Anything good?
1: Um, You know, we were just talking about how it's amazing that we survived our childhood. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, and just, like, a bunch of funny stories. Uh, Uncle Danny that I always talk about is her dad. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, just a million different stories. So many, so many good ones. But the uh, scary stories Uncle Danny used to tell. Yeah. That must have yeah. been really nice. It was. It was really nice.
0: I went out dancing last night to a queer oh dance
2: called, yeah? Yeah,
0: called Gay Astrology. I went with Candy, and I was anxious about it all week. I think Candy was too. I haven't really been to a queer dance party in a long time. Um, certainly not one in Los Angeles. And I was afraid, you know, I was anxious for a number of reasons, but obviously like running in to an ex was like scary. Yeah. And it, it wasn't scary in a sense of like confrontation, but scary in a sense of like, how do I prepare my heart or how do I prepare, oh. you know, my headspace? And uh, it didn't happen. Um, knock on wood. It, it doesn't happen. <laughs> um, I'm, knocking. I'm knocking. And I ended up having a lot of fun. It was like, I think we left around like 1230, which was fine. It was getting really packed to, to where you couldn't dance. But Mm -hmm. Candy and I really danced and my body hurt just from the cardio. But yeah, it was it was interesting to the week leading up to it um, was interesting to observe mentally. Oh, It's not funny. I see you waiting on a punchline. I know your face when you're like, "Oh, something. Oh, go ahead." No, I'm just being I'm just being honest right now. I'm having an earnest oh, moment. Oh, that's good. I'm having an <laughs> earnest moment. Yeah. <laughs> but Yeah. Yeah, it was it was interesting cuz I was anxious, obviously like a little heartsick because like we never got to do shit like this. And then also like how do I even dance in a space anymore? Um, that's not my home. How do I interact with groups of people? And then just, you know, always like Candy and I had like a code word. If one of us What saw, was it? <laughs> lunch meat You need to know <laughs> <laughs> there's the punchline. <laughs> we would say lunch meat And then if one of us got too anxious, we would say, Let's go check on the Bronco. <laughs> That's great, and we could like go and get a breath, breath of air. And I did find great parking just around the corner from the vineyard. Amazing. Mm. And then I had to I'd, pee, pee it out in the alley.
1: See, that is one thing I miss about Chicago. Living in New York isn't is the alley, because I mean I pee a lot, mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> last night I had to pull into a parking lot on the way to get my friend's kid from the airport. And I'm sitting there, and, like, I think I found this great spot. And right as I, you know, drop my drawers and I'm squatting, guy walks right in front of me. And I just said, whoops. Oh, like, <laughs> I didn't know what else to say.
0: He's like, mm. uh, Well, to be fair, this one was just, like, in a dark patch in front of a car while my yeah. other friends were on the lookout. Um, but- also,
1: note, if you're an outdoor peer... Always best to do it in the grass, less splash.
0: Mm-hmm. And I tried to keep telling them, but it was just pavement. Um, yeah. Yeah, things you learn as you grow. Um, but
1: You it, know, that bladder medicine I take turns my pee orange. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. I maybe you noticed on your hair.
0: Why would I notice that your pee, you always flush.
2: <laughs>
1: Allie just raised well, her eyebrows, as though <laughs> <so> I'm flirting. <laughs> um, my pee is yeah, orange. My, my pee is
0: orange. I flush. <laughs> and
1: <Wink>. I flush. <laughs> um, but I had gotten this new pair of white Nikes, and I tried to pee outside, and my my orange pee splashed on them and ruined them. Ugh. I had all these orange dots. <laughs> Can't win every time.
0: Man, ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's interesting sitting with your emotions huh are y'all still weed free
1: weed free dog and man i've been crying
0: it's good to get those out
1: it is it is like but it's just like i never i never like know when it's coming like i Mm -hmm.
2: picked
0: up
1: my friend's kid kelly howard i don't know if you remember yeah i remember kelly howard she's very funny uh, hilarious uh, Southside Chicago comic but does comedy everywhere. Um, we were very, still are very good friends and her daughter Faith who is just amazing is 21 now. Whoa.
0: And
1: I know. I think Faith was like, she had to have been like 11 when I first Holy met. Holy shit. Her. Because I mean, I met Kelly in 2009, 2010 and um. She's a fashion student now, and she is just, like, the coolest kid. And I just felt so cool. Like, Kelly called me and was like, hey, Faith wants to take a New York trip by herself. You know, she's never been. I mean, she lives in Chicago, so Mm -hmm. she's a city kid. But, like, she's like, she's never been to, like, a trip like that by herself. And then Kelly made me laugh. She was like, Faith said she wanted to go. And I was like, oh, cool, yeah, we'll stay here. We'll do this. And then Faith was like, can you just, I think I wanted to do it by myself. Could you ask Allie? Could I stay with her? Is she there? And, oh, she's not, she she went out for the day. Um, we worked on the train schedule this morning. I'm such a mom. I'm like, pack your snacks, get your water. Um, and I sent her out the door this morning and I just started crying. I was just like, I'm just so proud of this kid. She's just so mm. amazing. And just so like well-rounded and responsible like as soon as I picked her up last night she got in the car and immediately shared her location with me and she goes just for safety and I was like
0: wow yeah I like that you're doing
1: better at 21 than I am at 36 yeah
0: here we go damn
1: but tomorrow we're gonna spend the whole day together and I think we're gonna do some museum stuff Lindsay Bowling our friend
0: friend Lindsay we gotta get her on the show
1: yeah, we do because Lindsay's um, from Kentucky. Um, hilarious lesbo comic. Look her up, y'all. Fucking Dike. Um, <laughs> fucking dyke.
0: dyke. Happy Pride. Soccer so- playing. Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> Rockefeller really good at Center. <laughs> Rockefeller Rock- Center manager, Dike.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lindsay works at Top of the Rock and she's getting us tickets to go tomorrow. How come
0: she never got me tickets? <laughs> I was there for a whole month.
1: <laughs> ask her
0: ask her right now call her up
1: she's actually she's in Philly for Philly Pride and doing some some shows you in think Philly I care right now but she wasn't manager then
0: you think I care
1: okay call her up well <laughs> you got her number you're gonna call Lindsay
0: yeah why not I'm feeling reckless with my emotions <laughs>
1: But I'm excited. Yeah, Lindsay got his tickets for Top of the Rock. We're going to go to that tomorrow. We might go on a Gossip Girl tour. Faith really wants to go on one. And I was a, a Gossip cool. Girl fan. I used to watch it uh, in the afternoons when I lived uh, with my college boyfriend. I think I've mentioned him before. <laughs> he he wasn't in college. He was a high school dropout. And we lived in the trailer together mm-hmm. with the dog, the snake, the lizard yeah. and the daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um. I would watch Gossip Girl, and I'd watch Reba. Hey,
0: wait, can we go back to that? The dog and the snake and the lizard and the daughter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a country song.
0: Sitting in a trailer with a lizard and a daughter, dogs and a cat and a rabbit and a holler. <laughs> <laughs> Trash.
1: <laughs> oh, you know, I was, I was, um,
0: because
1: <laughs> me and... Eric, I'm just name-dropping today. Erica Rose, great filmmaker, lesbian bar project. Um, we we're writing this film together, and we did a scene, and it's all kind of like based off of my life and stuff, and there's a lot about my time in the trailer. And when they would have quail hunting would come around, they would get all the kids, would line up. The adults would have the guns, shoot the quail, and then the kids would run out. Into the field and get the dead birds and bring them back. Kind of like, like they it. were playing fetch with children with dead birds.
0: That's nice. No, that. and
1: then I was just like, I guess this is my life.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then get, I went to the big city. Didn't get any better than this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Throw you some bojangle seasoning <laughs> on a quail.
0: <laughs> I've never had quail. I didn't, I never ate quail, I never. You know what mm-hmm. I didn't like, dove? Dove hunting was big. Dove hunting season was big. So you would just be sitting on the porch just hearing.
1: People trying not to find love, ain't doves the love birds?
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: Mm-hmm. But also. Good thing you didn't eat them.
0: Maybe I should, to find love, I ate a Dove.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you we're poets
0: I have a show about poetry tomorrow um, where it's like characters reading poetry it's called The Slam and every time speaking of like feeling her feelings every time I start to write like a parody poem and I really love to write poems that's a secret of mine um, I just start writing them honestly and as myself and <laughs> just start crying you sound like a
1: 15 I found my Shut old. Shut the fuck um, up. 15 year old me. No, you do that to Melody. We don't have that relationship. Okay, you're right.
0: Sorry, Ellie.
1: <laughs> I'm too sensitive.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, Ellie. I don't know. I'm being really aggressive today. I'm like a. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ellie.
1: It's okay. I forgive you. Thanks. You better write me a fucking poem later. <laughs> I found my old, like, high school notebook and it's like leopard fuzzy print on the outside and the inside is all black paper and you could only write in milky pen in it and there are like multiple pages where i just wrote over and over i love my daddy
0: wait say that again
1: (laughs) yeah right um so the pages were black and you only had to write in milky pen and there were a few pages I found where, like, I wrote multiple times, I love my daddy.
0: Mm. That was the poem in the Milky pen. I remember the Milky <laughs> pen; Like, they were kind of gels, and they had different uh-huh. colors.
1: They would wipe off really easy, too. Like, if I had a test, I could write all the answers on my arm in Milky pen, and then as I go, just, like, lick my finger if the teacher walked by.
0: Really? Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. Okay. Milky
1: pen master right here.
0: No. Okay. So I never was that bright about cheating. I couldn't figure out how.
1: I mean, I would just like feel too guilty too. I was never very good at it. I think I did it a couple times. times. Um, but also like, I could never like look at, because of my dyslexia, I could never like look at somebody else's paper and then be able to like go back to my paper and Figure it figure it all out. But I do remember a couple of times I wrote some answers in Milky Pen.
0: We I never got a Milky Pen from the store, but I always somehow got Milky Pins from my
1: friends. Gee, you know, that's the kind of that's the kind of energy you're you're going through life with, you know. I
0: have a milky Pin. You don't pen. have to
1: buy a Milky Pen, uh-uh. but somehow a Milky Pin will come to you. Mm-hmm. And I you will, manifest Milky Pin.
0: I will say that does feel very Buddhist of you. Milky Pin, go through life What's like that? a Milky Pin. You, you do just Nam Ya Ho, Ringa Nam Ya Ho. That's you. very Nam Ho of me, man. That's very Nam Ho of you. <laughs> you Nam Ho, man. You uh-huh. Nam Ho. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's crazy. Sorry, Buddhist. <laughs> I'm. A, I'm a Buddhist. Um, I'm getting back to my, my practice, but I will say you know, kind of going back to milky pin lifestyle and like feeling your emotions. One thing that I wanted to say too, when you're having these moments, there's this practice called my tree and it's mm. ultimate friendship with yourself. And then through that love that you give yourself, you're able to hold space and be compassionate and make friends with all parts of yourself. Even the parts you don't like, you hold space for it and you grow to love it and you grow to you know change if you need to these parts um even
1: my black nipple hairs
0: even those black nipple hairs you learn to embrace your yourself and you know hearing you say you've been crying a lot you just got to be gentle with yourself
1: it is and like i was learning i was talking to my psychiatrist and it's like she (laughs) my psychiatrist was like I didn't realize you were smoking that much weed, and I was like, "Well, I certain I wasn't being honest with you, and I wasn't being honest with myself about it either." Mm-hmm. And that's the
0: first step.
1: Yeah, and I was like, and she was like, "Honestly, I don't think you really should have done that without talking to me first, because of my medications and my bipolar and all the withdrawal symptoms." And she was like, "But I mean, you've done two weeks, so you're like over the biggest hump." But I just didn't realize that there are, like, a lot of withdrawal symptoms from weed. And I think people don't – I never realized that or thought that that was, like, actually a
0: – I didn't know that either.
1: Yeah, I'm, like, reading reading this whole book. It's called How to Quit Weed. Um, and it's, like, learning about, like, the effects on the brain and everything. Um, so, yeah, but, like, I have so much more energy – I feel a lot better.
0: I'm proud of you. Thank you. That's really hard to do, too. and.
1: Oh, do you—so, like, like I've been more interested in, like, maybe doing, like, an AA mm-hmm. or something like that. And I talked to another comic that I know that's in recovery and um, told me about a Zoom one, which makes me a little less anxious. Because AA, I mean— Sometimes they're just, it's a little much, you know, mm-hmm. like I got really bad anxiety and it's like, as soon as like the meeting's over, if it's like your first time yeah. or you're new, like they'll be like, let me get your number. Let me get your number Ooh. and like call and text to like mm-hmm. check on you and stuff. And I'm like, it's a very, their hearts in, the good pl- in a good right. place. And I know that that's kind of like part of the program, but I'm also like, well, I'm not coming to these because I'm terrified everybody's going to ask me for my number. Right. And I don't know, I struggle with saying no to people and not wanting to be rude. I'm learning
0: how to say no to people. Oh, my God. I got to tell you this crazy
1: thing that happened yesterday. Okay. So, I'm nannying. I'm watching the baby, and Mm. I'm at the park, and the baby's in the stroller. I'm feeding it, and um, I sit down next to a woman, and we get to talking. She's from Yemen, Um, She has I don't I don't I was asking Melody early because she's Middle Eastern, exactly what it's called. But it's the type of I I think it's a hijab, but it's the type where their their whole body's covered. It's Mm -hmm. like the black outfit. And then you can only see um, the eyes Their Their eyes. Yeah. And so we're chatting and she's like telling me like her dad has more than one wife and has. 11 children and she's about to go to Yemen for like an arranged marriage and like we're just you know chatting it up and she was really really nice and we're talking for like 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden she's like hey can I use your phone I need to call the grandma and like she's watching her little cousins or whatever Mm -hmm. and like in my mind you know other cultures and sometimes how women are treated and stuff in these cultures like I was like oh like maybe she's not allowed to have a phone like mm-hmm. you know this much if she's asking me this this must be like some kind of emergency like she really needs to make this mm-hmm. call my phone is very low battery and this was a, a new baby I was watching so I'm like I have to have phone battery in case right. this mom calls me and needs me but you know I'm, I have a very hard time saying no to oh, anyone gosh. this
0: is giving me a lot so, of anxiety Allie
1: I'm sorry so she, Asked me to use my phone and I was like, I was like, well, my phone battery's really low, but sure, you can make a quick call. This lady is on my phone for like 15 minutes. And I mean, like, obviously, I don't speak the language.
0: I you're honestly speaking. can't believe that you let a stranger use your phone.
1: It's not the first time I've done it. And um, she is just like, and you can tell from like her body movements and how she's talking, she's just like gabbing. She's just like chatting it up. Mm-hmm. And so I walk over and I was like, hey, almost done. And she keeps like putting her finger up, like, like, uh, like I'm talking, like, give me a moment. I'm talking. And
0: so like, Ellie, I'm like, I'm, what? I'm filled this with is a- anxiety right now.
1: <laughs> I know. And I was just like, and like being a white woman with a Southern accent, like I have to check my privilege and everything a lot. And uh, my, with my accent, I get really terrified that. People think I'm racist. Mm -hmm. Like that's like one of like my biggest fears. And so it's like I get catcalled by like a black man and like I won't take up for myself because I'm like, well, I don't want him to think I'm racist. Mm -hmm. But it's like, oh well, you shouldn't allow people to sexually harass you or like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, but it's just like such a big fear of mine. And so I'm like, Well, I don't want, you know, her to think I'm racist. So okay, I'll let her keep using the phone and then I'll walk over like After about five minutes and I'm like, hey, yeah, I mean, I I have this baby and like my phone battery is really low. So and she and she give me the finger again. No, she's not done waving it at me. Come on. And then so it gets to about 10 minutes and I go over and I'm like, I'm like, may I please have my phone back? And she does it again. No, Allie. Will not give me my phone ever. Would not give me my phone. And then finally, I was so proud of myself. It took, I mean, I thought I was going to have a panic attack. because I'm having just one, one right so, now because did you get so your, you,
0: okay, but Allie, you know, I like to read the last page of the book okay, first. I, I did <laughs> like, get my phone okay. back. I did get my phone <laughs> back.
1: And, um, okay. Um, so I walked over and I was oh so proud God. of myself. I put my hand out and I had a and I made sure I had a serious look on my face and I said, Give me my phone. Oh my and God. she kind of looked up and I said and she and like I could tell she was about to give me the uh-huh. one she did it like a couple like oh just and I said no give me my phone and she did and she finally like handed over to me and I was like that was insane that was completely insane but something I didn't think of. And then I looked. She had called like four different numbers. She called Pennsylvania, California. Um, like all these. And just like chatting it up. And I was talking Melody's in South Carolina. What did
0: Melody for, say? I have to know what Melody said. Melody gets so mad at me. I would, I'm pissed. You're not my girlfriend, but I would be pissed. I would be like, you're my best friend and I'm pissed.
1: Yeah, Melly was like... God damn it. (laughs) You gave it to her, didn't you? gave her the phone. She's like, how long did you let her talk on it? And I was like, well, it took me about 15 minutes. And I was telling her about her putting her finger in my face. Did she go, Allie? Yeah, and then she's like telling her parents and and Melody's trying to explain. Allie's always worried people think she's racist. And, you know, Melody's mom's like, she's not. She just has too good of a heart. And her dad's going... Never give phone, never give your phone Allie. and yeah you, you sure should like do that, the whole yeah. family's mad at me that I gave because you don't
0: know who these people are calling
1: yeah and then Hamid mentioned Melly I mentioned that maybe she was like trying to stay on the phone for a long enough time to like scam me or like get some kind of information on my phone so then I How went does in that work? and I, I don't I don't know I don't understand computers um and I blocked all the numbers she called
0: damn. Ellie, I feel nervous for you. I know. I don't think she could have
1: got Did I tell you about, um, I mean, I am, I'm I'm like, I will fall for a scam in a second. Uh, and I've gotten a lot better. I've been getting a lot better at it. But uh, for like seven years in Chicago, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, <laughs> like when I would like be blackout Mm-mm. drunk, I talked to a man from Nigeria, a Sonye Chuck Woody. Um, and I mean, we would just talk. And I, and I, like now looking back, like I realized like he was trying to get money from me. But I was so drunk. He would be like, man, Clayton, I really need new computer. And I'd be like, damn, man, I could use a new computer too. <laughs> like, he would call me from Africa. We'd talk on the phone. For how long? I talked to this man for like seven years. <laughs>
0: I just get drunk and be like, I wonder if a snake has my messy.
2: Seven years you talked like- to
0: a telescammer. <laughs> you talked to a telescammer for seven years. You would get. You would call him, or he would know. He'd, he'd be like, Ali's probably blackout. Yes, for
1: my number, he called me from Nigeria.
0: And he knew when you're a blackout.
1: I don't know if he knew or not.
0: Oh, my God.
1: But I would. I mean, I would We just sit there and talk on um, Facebook Mm-mm. Messenger. Oh, y'all didn't talk
0: on the phone.
1: We talked on both. Facebook Messenger.
0: Allie, this is your friend now. <laughs> y'all know intimate details about each other's life. <laughs> How did this? But then he was starting to ask
1: me, like, things about, like, what type of man I like and stuff oh, like that. so he and was I'd falling like, in love. I'd be oh like, my God. I like woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Allie, you got a hit movie on your hand.
1: <laughs> An unlikely and friendship like, story. Asanya um, Woody would message me, and for he thought for like a year that I was a man and my name was Clayton. He'd be like, mm. hello, Clayton. Hello, Clayton. And he would message sometimes and it would just be like five like hello 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 and then you can tell i'm drunk what's up <laughs> <laughs> it'd always be like 4 how <laughs> old was he um well he was in school um and he was uh, around 20 and i tell he you what, needed
0: a computer for
1: seven years he really needed a computer. <laughs> and i would just be so drunk. i'd have no idea i'd be like man mine's on my last leg how did he get on the internet
0: i guess a phone
1: yeah or went to like a internet cafe or something
0: oh i forgot about internet cafes yeah so how did this relationship end
1: I really should go into my messenger right now yeah, and see if I Yeah, you can absolutely find have to. Find-
0: yeah, our listeners are like, "What the fuck? <gasps> Allie, 7 years." <laughs> <laughs> Does Melody know this? Does anybody else know this? She's that? just like she just she gets so mad. <laughs> I think
1: she's the reason I had to stop talking to Chuck Woody because um she was like, "No. She's no, jealous. <laughs> you're not going to talk drunkenly talk." <laughs> to a nigerian man who's just trying to get information out of you and you're probably gonna give it to him it's like and i'd be like no he's really my friend she'd be like he's really not
0: <laughs> i mean i would think after this many years he is your friend
1: song oh there he is oh he changed his name <gasps> messages unavailable no oh my god so his messages are unavailable but you can see my responses.
0: Do you think that his messages are unavailable? Oh, because... last
1: time we messaged, mm-hmm. April two thousand nineteen, Allie, <laughs> and our relationship definitely started. Our friendship had to have been like two thousand thirteen. Allie, so we talked for years.
0: Y'all talked through the pandemic pandemic hit march 2019
1: here's something i said and during the day Mm-mm. he sent me something i don't know what god i wish i could read what he said but he goes and i just respond make sense hope things start to look up i got to head back to work <laughs> 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 and then he messaged me something and i said sadly not very much cash but hopefully my hard work will start to pay off how are you <laughs>
0: Allie what, what the fuck Allie, Allie Every time Every time we meet on this fucking zoom I'm always like I'm always like there's nothing new I can learn about Allie Dog and a snake and a man and a kid And a rabbit and a mouse and shooting quail And now we learned about a horse in the pool We learned about TT And now we've learned about your seven year friendship Seven years. Up until 2019. Allie, right when the quarantine was beginning, you were messaging this man. <laughs> read some more. <laughs> it was Melody. Uh,
1: it was Melody. That's the reason.
0: Okay, read us some more responses. Oh,
1: and this is why he wanted Melody's information. No. And so he asked about uh, my girlfriend, and <laughs> I said, cap. she's good. Um, And I said, But I shouldn't give out her information without permission. Mm -hmm. That was good of me.
0: Consider it. Let's see. Hopefully my hard work. This is I mean, he would he
1: would message me like 15 times in a row. Hello, Clayton. Hello, Clayton. Hello, Clayton. Clayton. I need computer. And right here, I'm I'm just I would just always respond. I'm good. I can't talk right now, but I hope you have a good day. Oh look at this So he asked about Melody I'm assuming I can't see his messages But this I say She's great thanks for asking I'm making steak for dinner So she's excited to get home tonight And have me cook She's not much of a cook So I'm the chef of the house (laughs) Can you
0: read that again in your accent (laughs) So I
1: guess the Sonia asked me how, As how if melody you don't was remember. doing he's trying to get melody's information to yeah. see if maybe she can help him get a computer <laughs> and i'm completely oblivious and i'm like that is so see, nice I for him to ask about My
0: fbi agent i truly wish you were like this is like melissa <laughs> mccartney style shit ass movie go ahead okay <laughs> okay here we go
1: <laughs> So like asked about melody i said She's great. Thanks for asking. I'm making steak for dinner, so she's excited to get home tonight and for me to cook. She's not much of a cook, so I'm a chef of the house.
0: I wish we could read his response.
1: Oh, look at this. This is, I've moved to New York. He asked me something, and I said, I live in New York, but I grew up in the South and North Carolina. I love to cook. My grandma taught me how. Just just drunk chatting.
0: Uh. Seven years. (laughs) Seven years you did this. Did you think about this man? Hang on. Did you think about this man during the course of your day? Like your day-to-day life?
1: I mean, sometimes I'd be like on a break from work and like, I just don't want to be rude.
0: You know, I have a real issue but you never with that. Thought, so, like, oh, I wonder how he's doing.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, when I would, when I would probably be like blackout. You know, I'd just be bored, wanting to talk to somebody, and be like, "What's up, Asanya? You get that computer again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I felt really bad about this. I told him that I was gonna that like because he really wanted to come to America. You know, so I wanted I wanted to help him with that, but I didn't have any money. So I said, I think you can get a travel visa and things. And then he got real excited about all this, and I was trying to look into information. And then I looked into it, and it was like almost every country in Africa you could get the the specific thing I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it would specifically not Nigeria. Oh. And So, like, then I had to break it to him. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm dyslexic. I read that wrong. <laughs> Turns out you can't come to America. <laughs>
0: that fucking <laughs> sucks.
1: I know. Oh, look, here I am, drunk, mad about Trump.
0: Okay, what'd you say? He,
1: I don't know what he said, but I said, it's tough. We got to vote Trump out in 2020. He's racist and views immigrants as criminals who are trying to take American jobs. It's total bullshit. <laughs> just... Yeah. Oh, look, I'm trying to help. Oh, look, I'm sending things. Diversity Visa, U.S. Embassy, Consulate of Nigeria. Oh, hold on. Look, this is me breaking it to him that I have found out, unfortunately, he can't get the visa. Oh, crap. I just read it. Nigeria is not a country that has the lottery. I'm sorry. I thought everywhere had it but i guess it's only some countries if you come if you came to study you could get a student visa but that's all i can think of
0: i mean we're we're going back and forth i mean i mean no
1: we would talk for hours
0: <laughs> do you miss him
1: oh look here's me how's your job search going and then he said you know something about like not well something I said, I'm sorry, that's really tough. I'm still working with adults with autism. It's very challenging, but it pays the bills. I do that during the day and comedy at night. (laughs) I mean, here I am in 2018. I mean, 2017. Wow. Oh, here's me. I don't know who I had to argue. I wish I knew what he said. Oh, he was asking about... An old friend that ended mm-hmm. up being very manipulative and not a good friend. So I think he asked about that friend, and I said, We had an argument and don't talk anymore. Did you finish school? Where are you living these
0: days? <laughs> Where are you living these days? Where are you at, man? Where are you living? Yeah. Damn. I got, me and mama got scammed. Mama got,
1: mama gets scammed like. Every few months. How are you going to...
0: Yeah, we got to... Miss Deborah. we got to make sure that this is not
1: happening. No, I got her... Melody's really...
0: Did Melody lecture
2: her?
1: Yeah. She gets on both of us because this is really bad. I gave mom $1,700 and she gave it to a scammer this year.
2: Oh!
1: Right at the beginning of the pandemic. We thought it was our cousin Regina, oh, but God. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I cried a lot. It was not funny for a very long time. But what? and mom sending me this thing. Mom called me and was like, "Look, we've got to get this money now. Okay, this is a certificate program, and um, and Regina is messaging me about this. She just did it and got ten thousand nope. dollars." And she's like, well, we we have to send 2000 I only got this much. Can no. you send me no, 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 1700 No. And I mean, I probably had 2000 in my account. And I was like, Mama, you know, yeah, I just, I mean, when when are you going to get the 10000 Because I got to get that right back so that I'm able to pay my rent. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I mean, and you know what Mama did? Jib-jabs. Jib-jabs? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Man, she she apologized to me later, but Mama was like, "Well, I know you helped your dad pay his rent, like his mortgage, a few months ago." Ooh, mm-hmm. she hit that me ain't with that, right? Which I did because I can't say no to anyone. And um, but my dad, he totally paid me paid me back and everything, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, so that I felt real bad about it. Mom's like, because we got to do it now. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I should call Regina and talk to her about it. Mom's like, listen, they're like, if we don't get this in in the next, you know, it, it's about to run out and we're not going to be able to enter. And I was like,
0: okay, Mom, I guess about if Regina them says red flags. Have you ever heard know. of a
1: Regina? Regina's our cousin. So some and scammer
0: I had, had
1: Regina's... hacked Regina's oh, Instagram. God. This is all over Instagram? Yes. So I sent Mama the money. Allie! And they took it. And they took her money, too. And then Mama felt real bad. And, you know, she's on disability, and she paid me half of it back. And then I I just, you know, she didn't have the money. I just said, it's okay, Mama. You don't have to pay me the
0: rest. I'm sorry, Allie. Sad ending. <laughs> yeah, you got real sad, and I got real sad.
1: I fell for one almost last week.
0: Come on now.
1: Okay, so I thought at first, this is definitely a scammer. Mm-hmm. And they I get this message, and it says, hey, I need your help. And I'm just mad because I've been scammed so many times. And I said, hey, please go fuck yourself. <gasps> I did. I was proud of myself, and then I'm so proud of myself. And then I show <coughs> Melly, and she goes and look, and she was like, "Allie, I think this is a black queer person. You just said that to." <laughs> and they have their pronouns. They have their pronouns listed as they them. I felt awful, and Melanie was like, "It's it's okay, you know. Just like, you know, delete the messages and stuff, and like." You know, like you just in the future you just don't have to respond. I I feel awful. I was like, Melly, I'm not gonna be able to live with myself if I don't message this person back oh and apologize. God. Oh God. So oh hold on, God. let me pull oh this God. one out.
0: Allie, oh God. I I was here listeners before this whole meeting before a whole episode I said let's talk about emotional intelligence going out dancing (laughs) and mortgage I'm trying to purchase a house I'm on this NACA NACA to help get mortgage assistance and down payment assistance because I'm a single income household and now here we are talking about scammers I mean you literally never know where this podcast is gonna go you never know know. okay so then what did you say you, t- I mean honestly I I'm messaged, proud of yourself
1: I messaged them back and I was like I am so sorry I was like I thought you were a scammer and I've been scammed a lot and um, I've now gone and looked at your profile and I, I noticed your pronouns and that you're also a part of the queer community I'm so sorry I was rude to you and then they immediately wrote back that's okay. And then something like, I'm having trouble with this. I need to send you a link for you to click on and then screenshot and send back to me. And I was so like, So it was
0: a scammer. Oh, it was somebody who. It is a to...
1: scammer. It's a scammer that hacked. Oh, God.
0: So your instincts were right. It was right. I'm getting better. Dang. Scam Hunters with Allie Clayton mm-hmm i'm proud of you <laughs> did you know Thank that you. you you and melody could afford a house we can all afford houses by the way listeners if you're like i'll never be able to afford a house no you can look if you
1: don't give your money to the scammers you can afford <laughs> you a can, house you can get a house
0: mm-hmm it, yeah that's what i'm i'm hard for it right now nice for buying a house man allie that whole, this whole episode, I've just been riddled with anxiety.
1: My heart's in the right place. It is
0: in the right place, and that's a really good thing. And you should be proud that. And I really, really have to work
1: on it in therapy about, because I think like, because so much of my family is Republican, and like, I grew up in the South, and like, I've been around so much racism... That the idea that I could ever say or do anything that would hurt somebody, just like absolutely, just crushes me. But I go too far in the other direction,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like, like if if a man's like yelling at me on the street, and it's like, hey, hey, I'll be like, yeah, can I help you with something? Like that's what I do. I stop and I'm like, Is there is there anything I can help you with? And they'll be like, That nice ass and I'll be like, Okay, thank you. Have a nice day.
0: Like That nice ass.
1: <laughs> you can help me get some of that nice, nice ass. ass. Ooh. And and and, and, and I'm not even that. like, screw you, dude. I'll just be like, Thank you, and walk away like <laughs> Do you need to use my phone? <laughs> yeah, do you need to use my phone? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to take a picture of my nice ass? Like Guilt, man. I got so much man. guilt.
0: I mean, that's how it goes, man. I I just pretend like I well, I haven't been catcalled in a minute.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Shut up, Ellie. <laughs> I was gonna say I usually ignore it. But. When was the
1: last time you were you were you were catcalled by a man? This man. <sighs> <sighs>
2: 2007.
0: I'm sorry. I think it was around then. Yeah, because I think I cut my <laughs> hair short around 2008, 2009. So it must have been right, right before it came out. Because then I got the t. Was teak it and when Utera. you were wearing
1: jorts and blouses?
0: It was when I would try to wear a sundress every now and then. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a picture where I'm wearing a dress and I have long hair, longish hair for me. It's like down on my shoulders. And I have bangs. I'm going to try to find that picture for the Instagram.
1: Yeah, let's On find the, that. On um,
0: the Wilson red line. I used to get catcalled in Uptown a lot and then sometimes in Wrigleyville.
1: Yeah, but Wrigleyville weirdly for sure. Well.
0: But I haven't been catcalled in a minute. I w- I think now I would appreciate it. I w- honestly, I need it. I need to be sexually harassed right now. Just a little oh, something. My, my mom's on top of it. <laughs> Your mom hasn't been messaging me lately. I think she's upset Buddy, with she's me. She's really sick. Okay, no, okay, I should check she's in. She's really okay, sick. Okay, I was like, I guess Miss Deborah's upset with me, but I've been posting some thirst traps. I haven't been getting no, any flames. She hasn't, or...
1: she hasn't been on her phone at all. She's okay. having a hard time with her, her stuff. So everybody, everybody send hey. mama some good vibes.
0: I'm so sorry to hear about that.
1: Yeah, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's part of it. She's a fighter, though.
0: Yeah, I'm proud of your mom. I am, too. My parents Check got that. an above-ground pool.
1: Fuck you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they never done that before. They've been taking dips. I love that. Speaking of mamas.
1: <laughs> yes. Let's talk about Mary Lou. I Man, love Mary Lou. Mary
0: Lou's great. Mary Lou really wants to meet y'all.
1: I want to meet Mary Lou so bad. Y'all. Listeners, Mary Lou is the sweetest thing in the world. Yep. There's been two times we have gone to Texas and we were supposed to go there and then like we got COVID and then we had to go to the mm-hmm. wedding from hell and these different things that have happened and we're able to see Mary Lou. And honestly, like the wedding we went to, I didn't I wasn't big on the person. I wasn't too excited about that. The main thing I was excited for in Texas was meeting mary lou and my was like mom the
0: only thing i wanted to do she got that guest room ready she put the cure egg <sighs> back in she got mary y'all Lou's, little towels that's so sweet
1: mary lou put a keurig y'all in mm-hmm. the guest room and was like i'm gonna make it feel like a hotel mm-hmm. for them
0: my mom was scamper she is both times she has been getting this house her house ready I was oh, ready. I, I was like, like the back Melody, porch. we're
1: stopping. I'm going to get Mary some flowers. I was like, I might mm-hmm. get her some cigarettes. I was like, let's be I'll honest. She's going to smoke them. She's going to
0: smoke them anyways. She calls them, she smokes fortune like 100s and she calls them Fortunas. <laughs> <laughs> I need a Fortuna. I need to go get my Fortuna. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, that's really
1: uh, nice. Talking about saying, saying the wrong uh, word. Uh, when I was, I mean, we'll talk about it at some point. When I was 15, I got sent away to like one of those like scared, straight in the woods treatment centers for kids. Actually, very traumatic and sad, but. Yeah,
0: that doesn't feel like it would, doesn't sound like it would be a nice thing.
1: No, but you know what I learned recently? Is it like trigger, trigger warning right now, guys? Trigger warning. Um, When I was 15, I attempted suicide Mm -hmm. and I got put into the psychiatric unit and the doctor told my parents, if you take her home or you try to do an outpatient program, I guarantee you she'll kill herself within a year. That ain't right. And so... And you know, I mean, I I absolutely adore my parents and we've come really far, but at that time they were drinking really heavily. And part Mm -hmm. of me is very grateful for have been sent there because there is a possibility that I might have because I don't know that they had the ability at the time to really care for me the way I needed to be cared for. But um, I found out recently, because I I became part of this uh, survivor's group for these type of programs and um these doctors that tell the parents that they get like a finder's fee. <gasps> so that doctor said that to my parents and then probably got like $20,000. Okay. There might
0: be listeners who were in that What is this program? Survivors this program. This was
1: um it was
0: called Peninsula Village. Um so you just googled Peninsula Village survivor programs.
1: Well, I learned survivor there's a groups. lot of these, a lot of these programs were um, I mean, children are just, I mean, we go still there because the day? like,
0: still to now, huh?
1: still till now they get, yes, yes. They're like these private institutions and kids get sent there. Like when I first got, sorry, y'all this ain't funny, but when I first got That's sent okay. there, we can get real. Um, it was, I spent three months in a lockdown unit. I wasn't allowed to go outdoors for three months.
0: What? So you were just inside a hospital.
1: Inside, it was just a. It was just one big room with a bunch of twin beds. And how I had was to sit that? On,
0: how was that mentally healthy?
1: I, it ain't. Um, They watched me take my clothes off. They, um, I would, I would be time to shower, time to use the bathroom. If I went overtime, I was given a consequence. Um, Like, I remember our first, the only time I wasn't allowed to make eye contact or speak to any of the other girls, only in group therapy. Man, that sounds
0: like me right now. (laughs) I don't know. Except it's not that I'm not allowed. I'm not allowing myself. Okay, so y'all, you couldn't talk to anybody?
1: I couldn't talk to anybody. And then, like... You were had family therapy once a week. And I, and I do really appreciate about this, parents. It was seven hours. It was in Jonesboro, Tennessee. So seven hours from where I lived. Every single week for 13 months, except for, I think, two weeks, my parents drove seven hours there, seven hours back to be able to see me for one hour. And wow. that's all the time they were allowed with me. Wow. And so it's like, you know, we all have our own demons and Mm -hmm. they certainly did with alcohol and things. But when I think of that, I think about how much they do love me. Um, So for my first family therapy, I'm like escorted down into a basement because I'm not allowed to go into other buildings. Um, I don't know why. But they take me down there and like, I'm like traumatized from what right. I've experienced within that first week. Have you told my like,
0: parents? Oh, sorry. I'm getting ahead of well, myself.
1: Well, I tried to. Like I walked into the family therapy and I start screaming and crying. I'm just like, get me out. Help me. Help me. Help me. It's not safe here. Help me. Help me. Help me. And two people come down and grab me by the arms and just dra- like, drag me away. And my mom, ma- mama comes running after me and like they lock this door to where my mom can't get to me, and my mom's just banging on the window. Bring my kid back, give me my kid. And my dad's holding my mom, because my dad's scared, because this freaking doctor that's just been given money to lie to them, is my dad's like, if we don't leave her here, we're not gonna have her.
2: Oh my God. So
1: it's really, and Paris Hilton has uh, actually done a lot of work to this. She was sent to a very similar program. What the actual fuck? Trying to get some bills passed about this, but, you know, and they're, and, you know, the, I can hear, like, the therapist and stuff talking, like, this always happens, you know, this is part of the transition, you know, she's trying to, you know, you know, she's, basically, she's a bad kid, she's trying to manipulate, (gasps) type thing, and they get me upstairs, and they kick my legs out from under me. Oh,
2: my God.
1: And I go flat down, like in the carpet on my face, like rug burn on my face. So these are pieces of shit. Yeah. And then they pick me up by my arms and legs and take me into what's the timeout room. There were two male staff, two female staff holding me down. They take all my clothes off of me and then put me into hospital gowns and said, when I learn how to behave, maybe I can earn the right to have my own clothing. And that's just like... The very tip little taste of some of the horrible things that happened to me there. I'm okay. I'm not. I love you.
0: (laughs) I love you too. I'm sorry. I don't have a joke, Allie. I'm just processing and I feel angry and sad. Yeah, me too. And I'm proud of you, too. and I'm proud of how you turned out. And I'm I mean, proud yeah, of you it is kind of a, for surviving a miracle. And I think we should talk more about this if you're comfortable with it. Like, yeah. awareness. I didn't even know that that was a thing. It is. There needs to be it's,
1: awareness. It is, and, like, part of the whole program is, like, breaking you down, like, to nothing, and then, like, building you back up. But it's really... <sighs> From what I've read, it's brainwashing techniques. So it's very, there's, like, within what they do, it's very similar to, like, a cult or something. And how they do it and like, in order to, like, survive being there and get through day-to-day life, I mean, you have to just kind of play the game. And, like, and then you, like, start to convince yourself of all these things. Um, Because, I mean, you couldn't survive day-to-day. You couldn't. You know, if you didn't do that, like everything was was timed. Like when after three months, eventually I earned the right to wear hospital scrubs instead of hospital gowns. What? And then I earned the right to have actual clothing. And then after that, I earned the right to move out into the cabins. Um,
0: so Girl like Interrupted walked- was clo- close to being real.
1: Yes, um, very you- close to, like, that or, like, um, Miseducation at Cameron Post. Okay. Um, but mine was actually a much more, like, intense <sighs> program than Jesus. that. And it wasn't, um, mine wasn't focused on, like, conversion therapy. It was more like, you're a drug addict, you're sexually promiscuous.
0: Was it a Christian thing, too?
1: Actually, we were made to study the Native American medicine wheel. Allie, motherfucker! I'm an eagle, in case anybody was wondering. I've heard of... uh, Allie... Hey. Allie. I had to get real brainwashed to make it
0: to be an eagle. Allie. 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 Actually, if he could believe it, we were Ka-ka! made to study the Native American medicine wheel. Well, tell me I know, about Melody that.
1: Was like, Melody was like, okay, because I would, like, for a long, it wasn't until, like, the last couple years that I came to the realization that, like, oh, how I was treated there was not okay. Because mm-hmm. it really, like, I'd kind of been convinced that, like, this saved my life.
0: But then you're, Um, uh, were you like feeling like all like abusive relationships in your past were normal? For me, I would be like, oh, I'm, and I mean, emotionally, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, it's normal that I'm treated this way.
1: I mean, there's a lot of, sorry, I mean to ask like
0: a hard question or.
1: uh, That's okay. It's like my my self-harm favorite and I'm very self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. So, it's like someone can treat me badly, and my immediate response is like, that's because I deserve it and I'm so awful. Ooh. Um, and that's kind of like what they Teacher. do to you there. Like, you have consequence groups where you circle up, and like, there are certain things like if there was a boys' campus and a girls' campus, and um, if the boys had to come onto the girls' cam- campus, like, there are certain languages, like, the that we used for different things. And so, if the boys walked by, somebody would go, be aware. And that mean we all had to put our heads down because you can't look at boys. And um, then, like, if you have a consequence group, another one of the girls from your group could, like, confront you and be like, Allie, I'm confronting you for looking at a boy. And whether I had done it or not, like, there was no... I didn't have the right to say like, actually, I was just rubbing my eye, like, I, 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 and a lot of times I didn't actually do anything, but I would just have to say, "I hear you confronting me for looking at a boy," and then everyone would decide what my consequence would be, and you would just have to do it, and it was all like physical consequences, like lots of
0: push-ups. Um, so, or, if somebody was upset with you, yeah. Yeah.
1: I only was allowed to go to school three days a week. I didn't have a lot of the services I needed as far as my learning disabilities. I was made to cross cut wood. Um, our cabins didn't have electricity or air conditioner heat. Um, so we had a wood stove. So we had to cut, if we wanted heat, we had to cut all our firewood and maul it and everything. We were made to like dig trenches and do like a lot of physical labor. So like basically the upkeep of the grounds of this place was all done by the patients.
0: Now who owns these places?
1: I really don't know. Really don't know. This episode really took a turn.
0: (laughs) This episode. (laughs) I thought we've had some wild ones in the past. (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> where is your fucking book dog
1: you know I think about it a lot and like I've written out like different stories of things and I'm just like it's so like my life is just like
0: so much and I'm like I don't even know where to start listeners if y'all are novelist essayist if y'all are editors or memoirists, memoirist, y'all need to reach out to Allie because Get Allie, help Allie structure her her novel. Help Allie write this novel. I need this novel. I need this novel into a movie adaptation. I need this novel into a television show. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Allie, I had no idea about this. Yeah. Snakes and rabbits and a dog and a (laughs) kid. Uh,
1: so what does yeah. eagle mean? All right, I can break it down for you.
0: Well, what do I find out I am too?
1: Oh, no, nah, you have to, you got to work the medicine where well. You don't just, you can't just be How an do eagle. I
0: learn how to work it? You got to become an eagle. Okay, so help me learn after this. Okay, tell me about the eagle.
1: All right. When you first are make it to the cabins, that means... You've gotten to at least a level two in a lockdown unit. Now, are moving outdoors. (laughs) So we can laugh a little. It's okay. It helps to laugh. This is why I've had so much trauma. You're like comedians are like the saddest, like some of like the darkest people that have like been through some of like the hardest shit and that's just kind of how we survive is through Allie, laughter. If this
0: is traumatic and we you don't want to talk it's about not, it It's not. No, let me like know.
1: no, like I've I'm, you know, I'm in therapy <laughs> once a week, trauma coaching once a week. Um so, you know, I kind of I wanted to find this real quick. Um this Robin Williams quote that like I really, really relate to um as far as about like being a comedian. And uh, sorry, I really want to find this. Oh shit, I just noticed what time it is. I gotta get going. Um, but okay, so medicine wheel. I'll find the Robin Williams thing and post it or something. Medicine wheel is when you get out to the cabins, you start in the place of a mouse. Oh shit. As a mouse, that's at the very um, bottom of mm-hmm. the wheel. As a mouse, you can only see what's directly in front of you. You can't see the bigger picture yet, okay? You need others to guide you. Um, And then after, you know, working the program or being brainwashed, and I think the Native American medicine is a very, very beautiful thing, and they used it in mm-hmm. a very manipulative way. Oh, 100% um, they used it. Yeah, so then you move to the place of the bear. The bear is about introspection, and looking within. Okay. And then from the bear, you move to the place of the eagle. And that means you're soaring above. You can really see the big picture now of everything. And then once you're totally healed, you become a buffalo, or which is like the medicine man, the buffalo, because in Native American culture, they use every single part of the buffalo. They The buffalo... You know, is their bones could be used for tools. Their fur is used for clothing. They eat the meat. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like what I remember about that. But I'm an eagle. And you know what? Very few eagles. I'm so, proud of you. So, at the end of the day, I was the most brainwashed <laughs> I'll fall for a scam. I'm like, oh I want to be an eagle. God. Yeah. And at one point, I became a Baradoha, which means... Allie. <laughs> I was in very few Baradohas as well. Um, Baradoha means <laughs> means you're so brainwashed <laughs> that they trust you to walk around the campus without staff. So they trust you to walk around without running away. Normally, you're watched every moment. Our shoes are locked up at night. Um, if you get out of the bed at night without asking permission, you'll be restrained. You'll be like, tackled. But what if you have
0: to use the bathroom real bad?
1: Then you have to say, Excuse me, staff, I need to make you aware I need to use the bathroom. Excuse me, staff, I need to make you aware I need to go to the bathroom. And you just have to say that over and over again until hopefully somebody wakes up. But I have a bladder disease, and I would um, almost always, like, when the time I'd wake up, then I'd have to. Um, Get up, get a lantern because we ain't got no electricity. And then you have to go out to the shoe cabinet, get the shoe cabinet unlocked. We didn't have any running water. We had porta potties outside. Got to get your shoes on, then get back outside to go to the porta potty. Well, I missed about halfway. I just couldn't hold it and I would pee on myself. And I couldn't help it. And now we know it's because I have a bladder disease. But at that time, they told me that I was doing it on purpose and that I was doing it because I wanted attention and they made me carry around a huge sign that said, I want attention. And whenever they felt like I was doing anything attention seeking, I just had to walk, it's just like embarrassment, just embarrassing you. I have to walk around with my big sign and hold it over my head, I want attention. And now I'm a comedian. So I'm like, actually, yeah, I kind of (laughs) do.
0: Damn, Allie. you lived through some. You lived through that. I did. I'm about to get emotional, man. I'm, I know. I have to try I, to. I hope it's okay that we talked about that.
1: It is. It's fine with me. I. I hope that I didn't upset anybody that was. Listening to I it. Think maybe they... but then again, I mean it is a comedy podcast, but we're gonna get real sometimes and I think uh maybe the more you get to know us and the more we we laugh together, um the more you can appreciate the I'm laughter, pissed. I think.
0: I mean your kids, man.
1: I know. It's really messed up. And, and it's still uh, happening yeah today. It's still happening and Paris Hilton really is um doing a lot of work and um going and speaking in washington and stuff and really trying to bring awareness to this and get these places shut down because kids are being abused and being traumatized in these places and i think a lot of the things i've struggled with have come from some of the trauma and abuse that i that i went through there um
0: i love you so much friend
1: all right, I'm going to tell a joke um, to end it out
0: Okay. just
1: because I'm a comedian and I need to do that. Yeah,
0: release it, man.
1: Release it. All right, so I've been trying. Uh, it's been hard for me to, like, talk about sobriety and, like, be an alcoholic in a funny way and stuff. And I think four, now at four years of not drinking anymore, I'm, like, getting to a place where, like, I can do that. So here's a new bit I just started doing on stage and let's see what you think about it. All right, here it goes. Man, y'all. <laughs> women love crystals. Actually, let me rephrase that. White women love crystals. Uh, somebody recently gave me an amethyst. Uh, I've been sleeping next to it. Uh, it's supposed to be very healing. I've been sleeping next to it for over a month. Uh, I'm still bipolar, so I'm pretty sure it's broke. Um I'm also an alcoholic. Uh, Yes, it is my, I did get that from my parents. Uh, I (laughs) was out one night at a bar in the height of my alcoholism with a white woman. And all of a sudden she pulled a rose quartz out of her pocket and just goes, I just feel like you really need this more than me right now. I took that rose quartz, held it up, and said, thanks, I love it. Then stuck it up my dress into my pussy. No, Allie! (laughs) I did. (laughs) And walked straight back into the bar. Apparently, rose quartz is supposed to represent self-love and healing and loving yourself. And I tell y'all what, the next morning when I woke up, The first thing I thought was not, man, I love myself. The first thing I thought was, I think I put a rock in my pussy last night. (laughs) 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 Ellie (laughs) Ellie And then I had to go to the bathroom and give birth to a rose quartz. So the second thing I thought was, fuck, I'm pretty sure I'm an alcoholic. And I'm also pretty sure I got a yeast infection. And I've, I've been thinking, y'all, with my alcoholism that I would really like to go to AA. I really think I could use the community and everything. But the thing is, is I just can't imagine following the guy that gets up and is like, drinking ruined my life. Wife left me, took custody of the children, then my dog left, just ran away. Nobody wanted to be around me. And then I get up after him and I'm like, well, I stuck a rock up my pussy. <laughs> One day at a time.
0: All right. Let's end it on that. Yeah, let's end it on let's that. Let's end it on that. Really, I, there's so many questions about why was your first instinct to stick a rock up your pussy? But we do not have time, <laughs> listeners. Again, thank y'all for your support. We always love reading y'all's messages. Um, Again, like if you- Five stars. (laughs) Hey, after this episode, if you don't give us five stars, you are facilitating trauma and shame on you, especially during Pride Month, brought to you by that facility. You know that fucking facility right now is doing Pride Month shit.
1: Hell no, they're not. Okay. I don't think they are. Well, because <laughs> all
0: these fucking corporations are like, we're gay now. No,
1: I'll tell this story next time. Okay. I didn't know 9-11 happened till three days after it What happened. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
0: they didn't tell us. So your 9-11 is you're, it's 9-14? <laughs> yes. Towers went down on 9-14? Seriously. 9-14, never forget. <laughs> <laughs> love y'all <laughs> we love y'all so much uh, Again, stay also, gay, we stay, gay. Eagles. gay. Um, stay safe again share, share the podcast with your friend um, we love <laughs> reading y'all's messages and we appreciate y'all's support um, y'all can find us at what's your social alley? A Comedy Clayton A Country Clayton A Country Clayton and mine's Ever Maynard and y'all are so gay and we're gay too Love you
2: Love you Hey y'all, hey y'all The tea is crystal queer Y'all, y'all say Y'all gay Italian ever here, y'all We got a lot to talk about So let us ask you now Y'all gay
0: Of Learning new languages with babble. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds too. It's Babbel time. Y'all know
1: I have learning disabilities. I'm dyslexic and have ADHD. And I love that with Babbel, you can go at your own pace. And each convenient course is only 10 minutes. 10
0: minutes a day, y'all. That's all it takes to learn a new language. And with Babbel, you can learn everything you need. Like how to have real world conversations. From vocabulary words to basic phrases to culture. Like y'all could hang with Babbel. Plus, what I really like is that Babel has
1: speech recognition technology that I think some of our more Southern listeners will love because it helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. Everybody knows my accent's thicker than a nine and a quarter hot dog on a summer night. And Babel actually
0: understands me, y'all. One thing I really love about Babbel is the content I'm learning is personalized. I get real-time feedback, tracking, and visualizations that help me stay focused and motivated. That's why 15 hours with Babbel is equal to one university semester. Y'all, that's the most university I've done. Y'all, it is 2024 and it's time to
1: be the best you with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually
0: works. So here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash y'all gay. Get up to 60% off at
1: babbel.com slash y'all gay spelled
0: B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash y'all gay. Rules and restrictions may apply.